Hey Field Hang 10, watch out for a new wave of episodes for Forgotten Cinema Season 9, Forgotten Summer. Ugh, really, Butler, a theme season? Let me guess, we're gonna talk about films that were released in the coveted summer months that for some reason seem to be forgotten by audiences. You know it, bro. What we liked about them or maybe didn't, but we'll always recommend people check them out. Maybe they'll find their own Forgotten Summer gem. So check out Forgotten Summer wherever you get your podcast, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hold on, gotta catch this wave. We're sitting at desk in the recording booth. Hello there, I'm Colleen. I'm Anders. And I'm Daniel. We're three nerds that met through our love of science fiction and fantasy storytelling. Of course, one of our favorites is George Lucas's signature achievement, Star Wars. And if there's one thing the internet definitely doesn't have enough of, it's nerds talking about Star Wars. So here we are with yet another Star Wars podcast, where each week we discuss one of the films in the current Star Wars canon. From the sands of Tatooine to the levels of Coruscant, we cover it all. Yet another Star Wars podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and is part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Welcome to Two Player Bros. I'm Mike. With me, as always, is Dave. Dave, how you doing? He's pondering. Doing good. <laughs> good, good. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Didn't want to lie to you. Uh, we missed one episode and I did a solo one, so we haven't talked to you in a while. What have you been uh, up to? You've been playing anything cool? Gaming? No? No. I, I almost played a video game once or twice, but... <laughs> nice. No real time for the gaming. Um, bought Mario Golf, played... Uh, oh, did you? Played like three holes of that. <laughs> the reviews weren't so great for it, so I didn't get it. I was really excited, and then I read the reviews, and they were like, yeah. I've I've only played a little bit. I really haven't had time to get into it. I've played a little bit of the, uh, the opening of the campaign. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I did one tournament so far, not even to completion. Um... It seems okay. It seems like Mario Golf. Gotcha. You know, I, I I'll once I get going with Mario Golf, I get really into it. I'm always disappointed at first when I play a Mario Golf game, like right off the bat, because I'm always expecting it to be a little more over the top than it is. Right. But all Mario Golf games, in at least in my memory, are actually just pretty grounded golf games, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just Nintendo characters playing golf, and it seems like it's more of that. Um, but I always have like this brief moment at the beginning where I want to hit my ball into piranha plants and or mm. weird stuff like that or get right. power ups and stuff. And there isn't a ton of that. And so far there hasn't been that, uh, for me either. I know they have like this super rush mode where like you actually like run from hole to hole. Right. Um, like, you know, like a multiplayer way. I haven't done that yet. I mean, I've ran hole to hole, but it's. Mm. When you're racing the computer, it's kind of like whatever. It's just not a thing. So I'll try to give it some more time. I think Skyward Sword is this week, right? Skyward Sword is this week. Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited to get that. I didn't play it originally. Just for the lack of stuff to play, maybe I'll pick that up and try to squeeze him in over the weekend. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's the only... Zelda, modern Zelda that I really haven't played. Um, I played Twilight Princess 
don't think I beat it, but I played Twilight Princess a bunch. Obviously, I played Wind Waker and uh, Breath of the Wild and stuff like that. But Skyward Sword, I think I watched Alex play it for like 10 minutes and that's about it. So mm. I do want to give that a shot. Yeah, I don't think I've ever played it. That's one where you started as a cowboy, right? As a cowboy? I thought so. Do you start as a cowboy? I thought so. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I know Alex was doing a bunch of stuff with the Wii controller. It was very like Wii centric. That's all I remember. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I haven't played. I haven't played it, so I'm. It's something to do. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a try. I haven't played my Switch much at all. There hasn't really been much on the Switch that I've been interested in. So this will be the first one in a good long while. Uh, other than that, there's a couple more games that have kind of been announced. Or they've been state of plays. There was a game announcement yesterday. There was. Um, what did we talk about right before we started airing something? Oh, I asked you if Ghost of Tsushima was... Oh, Ghost of Tsushima. They announced the director's cut of that. Uh, so I guess director's cuts are PlayStation's new big thing. What with Death Stranding and now that. Yeah, I haven't really been able to keep up with any news other than like vaguely seeing things like, but not reading anything or listening to any podcasts or, or news about the stuff. So I'm very in the dark as to what any of this stuff is. So... Lead the way, Mike. <laughs> so I guess we'll start with the Ghost of Tsushima thing, because I think that was announced first. Uh, and that was about two weeks ago. So Ghost of Tsushima is going to come out uh, for PlayStation 5 and PS4. It's going to have a director's cut mode. Uh, basically, it's going to have all the content in the game, plus a whole new island you can explore. So a whole new section of DLC, uh, new graphical improvements, increased load times. It, which So it's a new section of the island or it's a new island? A new island, they say. Okay. So yeah, the whole game takes place on one single island. There's not really, I mean, there's a couple little like archipelagos or whatever that you can go to, but there's not really any full other islands in the game. Yeah, I said archipelagos wrong. <laughs> archipelagos. Archipelagos, is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I've only ever seen it like spelled out. I've never actually pronounced it before. This is one of those words. I'm excited to Google this. <laughs> I feel like it's archipelago. Okay. Um, Archipelago? 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 Yeah, someone's someone's yelling at their uh, <laughs> at their car stereo right now. No, they're not. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. I think that's really cool. It's got increased load times too, which I think is ridiculous in a game where the load times even on PS4 were basically instantaneous. Um, but no, Mode Gross is Tsushima is cool with me. I know we've never really been able to try the co-op mode. Um, the co-op mode seemed really cool. It was a game that I really loved last year. So I'm interested to get the game, but I'm not a big fan of the payment model in terms of upgrading to director's cut. Oh, it's not just like a new version of the game. It's not just like a new version of the game. It's like $30. If you're going from the PS4 version to the PS5 version, Oh, geez. $20. If you're going from PS5 version to PS5 version, $40. If you've never downloaded it for your PS5 and are going to now and, or no, forty dollars right off the bat. Yeah, forty dollars right off the bat. If you never got PS4, is this supposed to be like comparable to Miles Morales as far as size? Or uh, I don't believe so. I think it's just basically like DLC. Miles Morales was way more than DLC, but a little less than an actual full game. So I think this game, in terms of what they I haven't really said game length, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be more than maybe like a day or two's worth of gameplay where Miles Morales was definitely like a good week's worth of, you know, 
It was about what's 60% a, what's of What's a day or game. two? Like hour-wise, what do you think it'll be? I think maybe it'll be eight hours of gameplay. I mean, Miles Morales was a good, you know, 60, 70% of what the original Spider-Man was. Hmm. Yeah, it's... I mean, obviously, we don't know how long it is. Um, that seems a little pricey for... Yeah, I know a lot of people aren't big fans of their price schemes for the upgrade and stuff like that, which makes me not really want to get it right off the bat. Like maybe I'll wait for it to be on sale and then get the upgrade later on. So we, I don't know if you said this during the podcast or right before we started, you said director cuts are their new thing. Well, because they also announced death stranding director's cut as well, which is coming to PS five and that's going to have updated graphics, brand new vehicles, brand new weapons, brand new missions, stuff like that. Um, but, so I mean, two directors cut back to back on games that were very recent for PS four. Yeah. So it's just like a new way of saying game of the year edition. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I know Hideo Kojima does not like it being called director's cut because he even said, this is not stuff that was cut. This is stuff we made for Sony. Cause they, you know, asked us to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of trying to get at or see what's going on with. Cause it is a strange phrase to use, especially when that has like, a very clear meaning in the film world. you know what a director's cut is? Yeah. So I, I, it's strange. So this is more like, Hey, Sony told us to do this. So we made it new, but it's not really cut content. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I, that's strange. But I guess you'll see it for that's a couple funny of that things. The, that the director of the game though is saying, this isn't a director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't add mounted machine guns to these three new missions. Sony wanted us to do this, <laughs> but whatever. But he mm. would have preferred a different name, but. You know, I get it. It does sound better than Game of the Year Edition. It does sound like you're getting something more than that, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's just strange. It's just a strange term to use for it. Yeah, it's so, not the name I would have chose. So I, I don't know if I like it better than Game of the Year Edition, but I guess it makes sense because, like, when I, when you hear Game of the Year Edition, thing, okay, like if there were any like downloadable skins or whatever like yeah. maybe those are included maybe maybe like you know the three hours of dlc or whatever they came out you know the is in there but i don't know i don't know what they, else they would call it but director's cut is strange especially if it is new content that's you know created just for not, this yeah that doesn't enhance the director's or isn't more true to the director's vision of the game you know not that i even know who video game directors are outside of Kojima. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, but I think that's kind of cool and interesting, I guess. Um, I mean, Death Stranding, adding new stuff doesn't really make me more interested in a game that most people call a walking sim. I mean, I do one day it'll be cheap enough where I'll finally go, all right, let me give this a try. But mm -hmm. until then, I really don't have much interest to try that. Goes to Tsushima, as soon as it goes down just a little bit, I think I'd try that. Um, just the... I think I'd have to pay 20. I think I'd have to pay $30 for my update. So once it goes mm -hmm. down to like 15, 20, I think I'd get mine. I think I would need, I bought Tsushima, didn't I? You did buy Tsushima. Yeah. So I don't know if you can, and we, if we're game sharing or whatever, I don't know if you can upgrade one of my purchases. Uh, I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> I have it downloaded on my PS5. I know you could do that, obviously. But yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. And then Sony came out with their state of play. Which had a couple of e interesting things. Was this like an E3 equivalent or? No, this is that? nothing like an E3 equivalent kind of thing. They have not done that yet or announced anything that's going to even be close to that. Okay. I know EA's. That's why when you told me to watch it, I was like, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to. 
<laughs> EA's EA Play thing is supposed to be soon, I think, in a couple of weeks. They said end of July, so I think we'll be seeing that soon. I mean, that's a, last year that was a very boring event. So. Yeah. Uh, but this was just a normal state of play. It was a normal like 30 minute kind of thing. Here's some games coming out. They showed Moss 2 or Moss Book 2. Uh, Moss is a VR game for both PC and PSVR where you uh, control. I think you control the mouse. There's a little mouse knight and you're also looking over the mouse and you kind of use your VR to kind of help her figure out what she's doing and get her through these uh, platforming uh, fighting game arena kind of levels. Uh, it always looked kind of cool to me. And this one looks like it's got slightly better graphics and a lot more uh, action and bigger levels going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited about that. Plus the mouse squeaks a lot and is pretty adorable. Sounds weird. <laughs> it's, it's I, I don't weird. know about this game at all. Uh, so. But it does look kind of fun. They did a death loop thing at the end was their big thing. And again, death loop. Yeah, I'm extra glad I didn't watch it. <laughs> just showed you another mission from death loop. And it's just like, I get it. I definitely still kind of am excited for this game. I'm not super excited for it like I used to be. Like we said, the more and more we see this game, the more it's just a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same thing. I mean, it's definitely my kind of game. It's got stealth, but action. Like you can a- approach things. It looks like a million different ways. It's got a cool 70s vibe, but it does look a little bit too Bioshocky. Um, But I don't think anything you saw in that video really added to why you should get this game. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm just kind of like just Give me the game. Release the game. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't know if that was their that should have been their big ending, like, hey, check out this mission from death or death loop. Uh, it did show a little bit more comedy. I guess you do have somebody who talks to you during the game. OK, um, which is kind of nice. And he kind of talks back and there's a lot of comedy there. Um, I mean, hopefully the reason they're leaning into it is so hard is because they know it's a great game. You know, hopefully <laughs> I, I hope and it's not just like, hey. You want this game, right? We put a lot of please, money into please, it. Please, where are the pre-orders? <laughs> where are the pre-orders? I, I'm almost certainly going to get it. It's just the more I see of it, the less interested I am. It'll be on Game Pass eventually, Mike. <laughs> yeah, next year. I think they uh, announced their exclusivity is only till September 2022. Oh, they actually said that out They loud? did, yeah, this week, this past week, yeah. That's very strange. Why would they do that? I don't know. I didn't really ask. (laughs) That was on the title of the article. So I didn't actually click on the article because it gave me all the info I wanted. That's fair. But usually, you know, those windows have always came with like an air of secrecy. Oh, yeah. You never really know when the exclusivity is up. Maybe just because Microsoft owns it. Maybe Microsoft said it and leaked it. Maybe. It's like, yeah. But yeah, September 2022. So yeah, after that, I'm sure it will be on Game Pass. Uh, Then there's Arcade Again, which is on early, early access now as soon as State of Play came out. I'll probably download it and give it a shot if my Sony store actually works on my PlayStation 5 because it never connects half the time. Uh, but it looks like a kind of brawler shooter, looter shooter, where you're in this arcade type world. Uh, you go around, you're trying to fix this guy's arcade by going into different game worlds and kind of shooting stuff up. It's got like a battle royale kind of cartoony vibe. Um, you're not going to game worlds that are like known. You're you're definitely like a different cartoons like, hey, space or jungle or something like that. Wait, so it's a battle royale? No, it just has that kind of look to it. It's a looter shooter, but it kind of has like a Fortnite type aesthetic. Aesthetic, yeah, that's okay. So it's not a battle royale. It's not a battle royale. Yeah, it's just got that like cartoony like vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Play play it all the time, kind of like free to play kind of thing going on. 
Uh, I don't know if it will be free to play when it goes in. It's on early access now, so I don't know if it's going to end up being free to play or not. You've only confused me more (laughs) about what this game is. It looks okay. I really don't know. The trailer didn't show much other than it's a third person shooter, looter shooter, where you're trying to fix this guy's arcade. And when you go into these different worlds, these different games, Mm -hmm. are the mechanics the same in every level? It looks like it. Yeah, it just looks like the setting changes. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you've. I don't care about this. <laughs> you have me so unsold on this. Yeah, I'm not really big. Then they had a long thing on Tribes of Midgar, uh, which is a action RPG that launches at the end of this month. Uh, eh. It's like a top-down RPG kind of thing. You might like what you see. I is, wasn't really interested. Is it related to that Vikings game or something? It's not like Valheim or whatever, if that's what you're thinking of, the one that kind of took off on Steam. No. Is is it like a Diablo clone? Yes. That's not already a game? Maybe on PC? One second. They're saying it launches July 27th on PlayStation. One second. You got it. But yes, it is Diablo. Okay, so sorry for whatever you have to cut out here as I went to look at this trailer. No, that's fine. It definitely does look like Vikings Wolf of Midgard, Wolves of Midgard. Which but it's is not re- it's not related. It's, it's, this is the game I thought you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's not related. Different company, but also kind of a Diablo-ish kind of clone. Definitely top down. Uh, Tribes is a little bit more cartoony, but not like super lighthearted. Um, but they were going over like the end game kind of stuff, stuff that's going to be post launch and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I wasn't super intrigued, but maybe it might be something more up your alley. Um. Said something that looked really interesting, which I think I've seen before, but I didn't see much of it. Is something called Fist, where you're this kind of like hardcore rabbit. It's like a almost like a probably a rated M or made a T, rated T for teen game, where you're this rabbit with a giant robot human arm on his back, and it's like a third person action side scrolling arcade type game. Uh, it looks awesome. It looks really really interesting. It comes out September seventh. Uh, you're the Robo Rabbit Rayton, uh, and you're just you go around and you have mech suits and you go scuba diving, but you've always got this big old giant arm that's the size of your body and your back to help beat people up. I'm not doing it a service by like the way I'm describing it, and it looks like it's in a world almost like Final Fantasy VII's kind of futuristic, like mid. Um, what's it called? What's the city in Final Fantasy VII at the beginning? At the beginning, yeah, where it opens. Now I've got mid. Midgar on the brain. Yeah, I, I keep thinking Midgar, Midgar, isn't it? Is it? I want to say it's Midgar. I'm like 90%. But that's just in my brain now. I think it's Midgar with no D. But let's <laughs> yeah, Midgar, no D. Okay. So it looks like a lot like Midgar, that kind of like same futuristic kind of city kind of atmosphere. And it's done very mature. It's like they're not like cartoony rabbits. He's like a big old humanoid rabbit. Uh, it looks really cool, really interesting, very unique. And the different styles, like it looks like when you're on foot, it's like regular. But when you're in it, like the scuba diving levels almost look like a uh, top down shooter kind of a a game almost where you're kind of avoiding, like avoid the missiles and get through the one hole to get to your bosses and stuff like that. Kids call it a shmup. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I thought that was really cool. I'm really interested in that. I swear I've seen the image of the rabbit and the big fist before. I just don't remember when the last time I saw this was, but it's definitely the first time I saw gameplay. Damn rabbit. One second. Fucking marry this rabbit. It's called fist fist. It stands for something Uh, forged in shadow torch. 
Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely didn't describe at least what I was picturing was not what I saw. That was very strange. It's almost like a like Strider or something, but with a robot bunny. <laughs> oh, it would be really awesome if it was Metroidvania, which I'm hoping it is, but yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. The cinema sequences in between the gameplay though are very strange with like the super realistic rabbit man and <laughs> cat woman or whatever is going on. There. Oh yeah. The, the stealth cat lady. No, it, it looks like a really weird far out game and I, I'm kind of interested in it. Plus if it's Metroidvania, I'm always looking for a new uh, shadow complex. So yeah, yeah, no, it looks, uh, looks interesting. The next thing they showed is uh, hunter's arena legends, mm. which I guess comes out August 3rd. So soon. Uh, and it's a it's joining PlayStation Plus, which I'm hoping means it's free. PlayStation Plus assume. is free. Yeah. yeah. So it's a 30 player melee match where you're fighting both demons and other players. And I guess you play different kind of like God type things. At first, I thought it was a smite sequel when I was watching the cinema sequence trailer. Looks like there's a bunch of like different kind of weird gods from different religions. Uh, and it's all about sword play and stealth and. Um, being able to get your timing right and your moves right to defeat both these hunt these demons that are on the map as well as the different 30 player hunters that are also on the map to make sure that you become the winning one and the one that gets all the treasure the one that kills all the different demons and stuff like that this is a battle royale as well um because it's 30 player matches yeah it kind of seems like it like it's a pvpve kind of a game well does it have respawns or uh, i don't know the video didn't really show that hmm. um it kind of reminded me a little bit of Hunt Showdown and the way the game works. Like you're hunting down both the monsters and other players. Uh, but it looks really cool. It's got a little bit of an anime vibe, which I was kind of okay with because it still looks kind of cool with all the different gods and characters and stuff like that. But it definitely looked kind of unique. Definitely looked fun. Some of the outfits went ranged from like cool armor on your, you know, Indian type god guy to putting an afro on a 1970s basketball outfit on another guy with a big rubber duck mallet. Um, so the customization stuff is there. I think that's obviously how they plan to monetize the game, but just the combat and the style of the game looked really, really fun and interesting. So it's something mm. I definitely want to try. Sounds weird. Then they showed Sifu, more combat from Sifu, which is the one, that's with the, the one uh, we get old, right? The one where you get old. Yep. So the game starts with a 30 year old Sifu guy, uh, getting up. I don't know if the main character's name is Sifu. I'm going to say his name is Sifu. So Sifu starts at 30 at a nightclub and he's fighting people. Then he gets hit. He's now 34. He gets hit again. Now he's 40. And he keeps every time he dies, he kind of ages just like we've seen before. Like he ages as it goes. Um, but it was really interesting to see the combat looks very cinematic, really cool, really smooth. Um, and it just looks really, really awesome. Just like any kind of actual Kung Fu kind of movie is. Uh, it doesn't look like a typical fighting game type thing. Yeah, I've been very curious to to see this one or to play this one. Does it have a release date yet? Only thing we know now is it's 2022. Okay. But it does look really, really cool. And this is the most we've seen of uh, actual gameplay. The entire trailer was done actual gameplay. Yeah, I'll have to check that out after the podcast. So all of that did is made me more excited for the game. Then we saw more of Jet, which was announced at E3 or a state of play last year or something. Which one's Jet? Jet's the one where it's, it's called Jet the Far Shore. Is that a Yeah. It looked like it was like the future. There was a space station. It looked like there were old timey sepia photos of the people going exploring. Hmm. Other than the words Jet, Jet the, far the Far Shore, Shore. 
I can't place it with anything. They didn't really show any actual in-game footage in that. And then they actually did. It looks very interesting. You're on a little ship. The whole your camera view is super far away from this little tiny ship on this new planet. And you're exploring it. And it looks like the ship is very close to land as you're kind of flying around. But you're just exploring the planet. The whole thing is not to disturb nature, to scan the planet, find new points of interest, and basically make sure the planet's right for colonization or something. They even say it's for a relaxing good time. It just kind of looks okay. It looks kind of boring to me. Nothing super exciting. And the way the guy was describing it was like he was half asleep during the trailer. The whole thing was like a documentary kind of a thing. I can respect that. So yeah, it definitely looks like a nice laid back game. If it was definitely on PlayStation Plus, I'd probably get it and play it for a little while. But I don't think I would spend money on something like this. Hmm. Because it looks like you can do the same kind of thing with No Man's Sky. But at least No Man's Sky has got a lot of other things you can do as well. Then there was a Demon Slayer game that I didn't care about. And then they showed Lost Judgment, which is a game that I really wasn't really interested in before. But right before I watched the state of play, I started to look into it more. Uh, and then this state of play showed a new trailer for it. And I was pretty into it. So it's it's like a detective game meets Yakuza, right? Yeah, it looks a little more serious than Yakuza, but still has a lot of that outlandish stuff. Like there's a uh, like a robot kind of fighting ring you go into. You definitely do some K-pop dancing and there's like a... DDR kind of thing going on. But the whole thing, you're investigating a murder. Some guy, I guess, gets arrested for groping a woman on a train. Um, but then at the same time admits that it couldn't have been him groping this woman because he actually murdered somebody else at the same time in this building. <laughs> so the whole time you're trying to investigate which one crime he's lying about and if there's a serial killer around or something. So you're like this private detective investigating that. Um, but it looks really cool. I think it's open world, just like Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fighting game portions of it look very similar uh there's a shiba inu that you get to walk and he attacks people while you're walking them okay uh but the graphics are really good the story looks really interesting and i don't know for some reason i was just more drawn to the world of this game than uh the yakuza although i know you said you really loved uh like a dragon yeah yeah just like a dragon though i was not a fan i tried playing the yakuza zero not for me gotcha Um, Maybe I can try that again one day, but it, I, I really liked the the whole vibe and combat of a uh, of like, like a, a dragon. dragon. The the brawler aspects of it didn't really work for me when I tried to play Zero. Gotcha. So I mean, it still looks interesting. Being a detective sounds fun, and I want a little. I want to keep a little notebook next to me and have to write down clues. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm curious how much actually like detective work. Goes into it, you know? Yeah, the, I mean, the trailer showed you interviewing people, but it also showed you investigating crime scenes and looking at bloodstains and stuff like that. So I am also interested to see how far it goes. If it's something like, oh, there's 15 clues in the area. If you find them all, you unlock a different dialogue choice or 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 if it's just like a cinematic investigation, you know? Yeah, like That's Batman where about. it's like, hey, you win because you found this one clue. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I prefer like I like the Sherlock home games. I don't know if you've ever played any of those that have come out. I like that you given the clues, but the entire time is you can pick the wrong people and put innocent people in jail at the end of it. Sure, sure. That's that's like how uh, Hitman was for the detective level. Like, oh, yeah, you could get it. You could find all the clues, but you could still get it wrong if you accuse the wrong people or whatever, as far as I know. Yeah, not that I did. I got it right. (laughs) Nailed it. But yeah, it looks um, it looks really interesting and something I really want to play. I think that comes out late September. I think September 24th. 
Probably. It seems like every game comes out in September, October. Until they get delayed again. So that was pretty much it for State of Play. And then, like I said, it ended on the Death Loop thing, which we've already seen a bunch of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. And then yesterday, I was just randomly on IGN and saw that they were streaming a video that said there was four minutes left until they made a big game announcement. Uh, and that announcement was uh, Relic announced Company of Heroes 3, which I had never played the first com- two Company of Heroes, but I know a lot of people really like them. Neither have I. Uh, and they showed a big cinematic trailer and then the rest of the day for like three hours were developer commentaries, gameplay of the actual game and different announcements. I didn't watch all of that, but they really made a big show of it on IGN and it does look like a really awesome game. And, you know, I had always heard how good Company Heroes was, but never played it. No, it's it's like a World War II game, right? It's a World War II RTS, but it's more focused on the combat than like, resource production and stuff like that you do still make a barracks at the beginning of your level and you can upgrade to get like a motorcade and stuff like that but it's mm-hmm. less about you know we have to get trees and wood to get this and more about now send your guys to flank these guys and get into cover and and get this and it's more of a big open world than a smaller uh, couple of levels as well okay but the graphics look absolutely incredible and the way they're handling the game is really cool they're going to send um Starting yesterday, and I've downloaded, I haven't really gotten to play much of it because it's not working right on my computer. Sections of game as they go through the pre-alpha phase. So right now there's a big, you know, IGN said it took them over a day to complete the campaign that they were given, section of campaign they were given. Um, But you're in Italy trying to get a stronghold and a foothold in there from the access powers. And it's a slice of single campaign that's going to be there until August 3rd, I believe. And then after that, they're going to introduce a multiplayer mode as it goes. And they want player feedback as they go. And there's surveys within the game. How are you liking this? What do you think about this? As you go, not like beta wise, but pre-alpha so they can start to make bigger changes than maybe a beta would have Mm -hmm. while they're making the game, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah. Probably not for me. Is it it just PC? Obviously, the the alpha is. The alpha is. For some reason, I think I remember Company of Heroes, at least the first one, also releasing for 360, but I could be wrong about that. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've seen the box for it in a GameStop when I was younger, so <laughs> so probably. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think right now it's only PC. Um, and like I said, I downloaded it. I have the minimum graphic card spec, though, because I can't get a new graphics card. Um, and the game, the colors are all off. So I wasn't able to play what I tried to play today. I'm going to try to uninstall and reinstall and see if it works for me. But, uh, the game itself looks really cool. I really dig the kind of full spectrum warrior type strategy to how you win battles mm-hmm. and the fact that it's not as much resource management as other RTSs or, uh, what are they? Five, five X, they call them games like Stellaris and stuff like that. I don't know where it's more about the becoming like basically an economic powerhouse than it is about just how you strategize your attacks and stuff like that. Almost mm-hmm. like Rome total war, I guess in a way. Although even between the terms, that was very who you made alliances with and stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I, I get the concept of the game though. Yeah. I think I got you there, but it looks really cool. Graphics look awesome. You know, for an RTS, you can zoom in and it looks like a game even from, zoomed in all the way it looks like you're playing a third person shooter so that's pretty cool well you're just watching right or do you can do you have direct, direct control if you zoom in uh no if you you're still like clicking a unit and saying hey shoot that or hey get into cover here or mm-hmm. stuff like that it's just that you can and it looks just as good uh but i was really excited about it again company heroes was never something i was interested in 
but watching that trailer and watching some of that gameplay footage, I was like, wow, this is a game that I should have maybe paid a little bit more attention to. It's something different than the usual like Starcraft and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it sounds like a good time. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if I get it working. Like I said, the game is all blown out and weird looking on my PC right now. So mm -hmm. did you try running it in administrator mode? <laughs> I just ran it from Steam. <laughs> I don't. I guess because I have the minimum graphic card. Um, and what's the last new piece of news? Was there a last piece of news? Come on, Mike. You're compiling our news here. You're going to forget the biggest piece of news. I might be. Oh, my God. I don't know anything about it, but lay I, it on me. Maybe I'll remember. I'm blanking. I read that there is a. Uh, Nickelodeon is releasing a Smash Brothers clone. Oh yeah, there's a there's a new brawler coming out. I'm sure it's going to be garbage, but I was excited. <laughs> it looks. Oh, is there is there video? There's a video. It looks kind of fun. Okay. I mean, it's it's not just cartoons from now. It's cartoons from way back in the day. The Wild Thornberries are in it. Yeah, Rugrats, saw... Angry Beaver. Like it looks like everybody. Angry Beavers are in it. I don't know if Angry Beavers are in it. Don't That'd be awesome. I saw like uh, Helga from Hair Arnold was in it. Nigel yep. Thornberry, Ren and Stimpy, a bunch of yeah, Rugrats, Rugrats are there. Yeah, there. Ninja Turtles. Did I say them. Yep. Um, but no, I'm, ex I'm, ex I'm sure SpongeBob's in there. It has to be. I'm guessing Avatar. That's Nickelodeon. Oh, right? that is Nickelodeon. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be weird if you had a fighting game without Avatar. Um, but yeah, no, I'm knowing nothing about it other than reading like a paragraph about it. I want to play it. <laughs> it does look really fun. Um, I guess the uh, other one, they released something where a mix of Nickelodeon characters before. Was it a racing game? Yeah, they. I think the same people that did this or are doing this do the kart racer. And okay. And I, I know, know people liked the kart racer. Did they? I, yeah. I've seen it on sale a couple of times, but I've heard nothing but bad things about oh, it. Oh, really? So. I've seen a couple of things that said it was okay. Mm. Um, but no, I think a brawler, I mean, it just has to be okay with the, that amount of characters, as long as it's funny and fun. That's all it has to be. It doesn't have to be crazy advanced or anything. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. I forgot all about that. Because that's actually, I went to go watch the trailer on IGN when I saw the Company of Heroes 3 video going live. <laughs> but that's why I went on there was to watch the trailer for that. Well, that's all I got for this week. I wanted to play Mass Effect, but I haven't really gotten a chance. I played Eden Prime. Did you? Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that there's a face code. You can actually import your old Shepherds from the original games into the new game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, they've had face codes even in the original games. They've had it. Yeah, I didn't realize they worked. That you could transfer your original guy into the legacy version. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, but no, I have to imagine that'd be weird if they uh, if they got rid of like those codes. Yeah, but I guess it doesn't always work. Some of your guys might look weird, but some of them might look good. So I, I definitely want to give that a chance. Did you like what you played of Eden Prime? Yeah, it was fine. Um, Mass, like I've played, I feel like I've played Mass Effect one recently in the past, like three or four years. Um, and I don't remember it feeling as dated as it felt when I was trying to get into it really? the other day. So I don't know. I probably just wasn't in the right headspace for it, or maybe it's just finally caught up with me how dated it is. Um, but it was, it seems fun. Um, I probably won't end up playing any more of it. Maybe I'll try to jump over to to Mass Effect Two, where it gets a little more, you know, actiony and a little more two's, modern. Two's where the combat got refined and stuff but for I, sure. Yeah, I've always said that Mass Effect One is my favorite Mass Effect game, and it's just sad to have that uh, 
marred by the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, Mass Effect One has a really good story. I know a lot of people like two. See, I, I, but, I've always thought that the suicide mission is like cool, but Mass Effect One has like this really like big cool story. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, big, you know, with nice twists and turns, and it's not just okay. Time to go recruit the blue guy. Time to go <laughs> recruit the green guy. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to try it. Mass Effect is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's all I got this episode. And then if that's all you got, then I guess uh, for the rest of y'all, stay safe and keep on gaming. <laughs>